Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Queen's Table Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa J, and today we are going to finally talk about Dr. Umar Johnson. Now, if you remember a while back, several, several episodes, I think this is maybe about last year, I tried to do an episode on Dr. Umar Johnson, and that entire episode, I don't know what the hell happened. It was, I think it was either the first or the second time that Anchor <laughs> deleted the entire show. And uh, I was pretty upset about it. I was pretty irritated by that. And I did come out with like a really super duper quick 10 minute, you know, little video or not video. I'm sorry. A 10 minute bonus episode about what happened with that particular episode as far as um, it's it, it just disappearing. And I said I was going to do another episode uh, on him now is the time that we're gonna get into it (laughs) this is gonna be a long episode I don't know it might be a bonus I don't know I don't know what it's gonna be but I just finished um catching up on some podcasts that I listen to and from time to time and uh I just listened to Dr. Umar Johnson he was on um uh Godcast yes he was on Godcast Godcast podcast it's got Rod Digger on it and Lord Jamar and but see here's the thing okay so I listened to that that episode and I'm real <laughs> I'm real confused first of all let's talk a little bit about who Dr. Umar Johnson is yes my last name is Johnson I do not go by Marissa Johnson I go by Marissa J I do that for several reasons however y'all know that my last name is Johnson okay there is no relation (laughs) I am not related to this man I'm not related to this man so please 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 don't come for me asking when your uncle gonna open up the school listen that's not my uncle I don't know him I do not know this man okay uh, lots of slave owners had the last name Johnson. So, uh, we're not, we're not in any relation at all one bit whatsoever. However, this man had, well, okay, let's go back to the history of him. He is, used to be a school psychologist. He used to be an assistant principal. He used to be a, pr- a principal at a school. And, uh, during during the times during these times that he's uh, 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 you know taught at these schools and and was employed by these schools, he got the great idea to open up his own school, a uh, not just a pro black school, a pan African school. And if you don't know what Pan Africanism is, please go and Google search that. We could do a whole episode on what Pan Africanism is. But for right now, we're just talking about Dr. Umar Johnson. So, yes, Pan-African, um, you know, getting, 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 um, yeah, getting that school together was, is an issue. Now, it's a great idea for a school. I would love to send my children to a Pan-African school. Yes, I, if I had the opportunity to do something like that, I absolutely would. He has got such great ideas for this particular school. And and uh, I would love to see it come to fruition. <sighs> However... <laughs> 
This man has been working on this school for a very long time, okay? A very, very long time. Now, a lot of people out there say, it does take 10 years to get this school bill. It took him 10 years, taking him 10 years, taking him 10 years. He clarifies some things on the Godcast podcast. So let, let's, let's go over some of that. Now, he's been collecting donations, according to him, on this uh, Godcast. According to him, he did not receive his first donation until 2014. It is now 2020. He was asked by Lord Jamar on the podcast, the hard questions. He was asked the hard questions and it, 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 it wasn't some fluff piece, you know. Um, he didn't come right out out the gate like, yo, where the money at? He, you know, we, we got into it and, and he, you know, described what the school was and, and all of that. But here's the thing. For six years, this man has been collecting money. Now, I can't remember how much money he said he's done collecting. Um, like 750, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. You can absolutely Google search it. Um, I will link that, uh, th- that, that major portion of that podcast in the description box of this episode. So definitely go and check it out so you can see what I'm talking about here because that episode just left a horrible, horrible taste in my mouth. It was, it was, it was bad. It was a very bad interview, not on the Godcast hosts uh, uh, side of it. It was, it made, Dr. Umar made himself look bad, okay? He really and truly made himself look bad. People want to know, where's the money? What are you doing? What have you been doing for the last six years? Because people have been donating a ton of money, And it just seems as though Dr. Umar has just been sitting on it. And I think that's a very valid question here. You know, like what, where, where we need to, we need to have some transparency here. He wasn't being very transparent at all. He was answering questions without answering questions. But the main thing that he said that really rubbed me the wrong way is that he he says that he doesn't have any reason to give anyone any type of transparency unless they're donating. And if you haven't donated by now, you're not going to donate. Ooh, child. What? What is that? What is that? And they kept saying, well, what if somebody doesn't know who you are? And they're just now getting put on game. So, you know, why not, why not try, why not try? (laughs) Why not be transparent with those people? And his reasoning was, you know, it's not, uh, those are the haters. He kept saying that those are the haters. uh, and And then he got a big head. Then he got a big head. Listen, sis, the entire episode is a hot mess. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on here and and what is really what's wrong with this man. He got a giant head talking about, 
I'm the the world's most requested this and that and I've got these credentials and that credentials and all of this stuff and it's like yeah but you still haven't gotten the school started so like what is what is going on with that well people know who I am they know who I am and those are that are you know coming at me with all of this uh fuck shit I'm paraphrasing here folks that are coming at me with all of this fuck shit those are the haters and I'm not gonna respond to them now, I completely understand you don't want to respond to any haters. I get it. You know, nobody wants to respond to a hater. You know, I understand that. But not everybody is a hater. Some people just need to know the information here. And see, what Lord Jamar did, he put it put things into a certain perspective. His father-in-law... um, built a school well not built a school but started a school and it started off with three small trailers that was behind the building of uh, behind the church and over time within months it grew and you know now he's got this great big huge school Uh, I think he said it was somewhere in New York Manhattan I don't know but you know now now he his school is doing well and you know blah 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 So what he was saying to Dr. Umar was, yo, why not, why can we not do, my father-in-law said that he can sit down and talk to you about how to get things going. Dr. Umar did not take that very well at all. I don't need to talk to nobody. Don't nobody, ain't nothing that nobody can say to me that, you know, that I don't already know and you don't know who I have in my back pocket and blah 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 and this that and the other he says that it it, it, at first if you watch the interview at first he's talking about it took so long to get this or it's taking so long because they have plumbing issues and electrical issues and all of these structural issues but then he turns right around in the very next sentence and it's like when we bought it it was for, I don't know how many million dollars, but it was a whole bunch of money, $9 million at the, or it was appraised at $9 million. I don't fucking know. But he was talking about how this school is structurally sound. It's a good school. It's not some trash school that it's, it's all modern. It's very updated and blase, blase, woo, do woo. Well, sir, if it's all ready to go, then why ain't you going? I don't understand. Make it make sense, sis. Because the school is not here yet. It's been six years. He's been talking about it for a whole lot longer than six years. I will tell you that much. He has been talking about this school for a whole hell of a lot longer than six years. Okay? He's been on the Breakfast Club, what is it, three times, I believe? Yeah. At least three times. I know I've I've personally seen three of his interviews on the breakfast club over the last uh, few years. And that's when I had, when I watched all three, cause I remember I watched all three of them in one day. And after watching that, that's when I decided to, to go ahead and make the episode. Luckily that episode did get deleted because 
<laughs> it was not good. I mean, I was sitting here like, yeah, Dr. Umar Johnson, that's the man, that's the man. He want to, you know, start this pan-African school for our babies and da-da-da and this, that, and the third. You know, black kids are disproportionately diagnosed with with learning disorders and and things like that, behavioral disorders. And it's not because black kids suffer from these these types of things uh, at a disproportionate rate. They're just being diagnosed. They're being misdiagnosed. All they need is a, a proper guidance, okay? I believe wholeheartedly that, you know, if you're going to... <sighs> If you're, if you're in a, if you have, if you're a predominantly white school and you have black students, okay, predominantly white school, you have black students, you need to be able to help accommodate those black students because not everybody, how am I going to say this being PC? Yeah, y'all know that I don't, I don't make any excuses for anybody ever, okay? I say exactly what's on my mind. No problem at all. I have no issue with with speaking what's on my mind, but I'm not trying to offend anybody here. So I'm trying to be uh, as politically correct about this as possible. But I, I'm as I'm talking here, I'm trying to find the words and I just don't have the words. Listen, black kids need black teachers. I'm sorry, but it's true. Black kids need black teachers. I'm not saying every single teacher has to be black. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying only uh, all black kids need to be taught by only black teachers. That's not what I'm saying at all. When you look at the school system and the 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 systematic racism that is in, ingrained in every portion of our society, but especially the school system, I know I'm not comfortable with white people teaching my kids. I'm going to say it again. I'm not comfortable with only white folks or a majority of white folks teaching my children. Because I grew up in this school system and I know that there was a whole lot that they did not teach us. And not only that, there was a whole lot that was misrepresented. I grew up thinking that Egyptian people were white. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I had I did grow up in a very pro black household. Okay? Yes, I absolutely grew up in a very pro black household. However, there's only so much that your parents can do at home. You're at school for 8 hours every single day. So there's only so much that they can control. And I never question. Oh, Egypt is North Africa. Why are these people white? All of these people that are in the Middle East, Jesus, they are white. I never questioned that because that is what we were taught. So no, I'm not comfortable with my children being taught by an all white staff. I'm not. Okay. It's the same thing when, when white folks adopt black kids. Without doing any type of research on where these kids come from, um, uh, how to how to raise a black child for the, and 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 how to properly raise a black child to love themselves, 
if you're surrounded by a particular group of people that are nothing like you, okay, you're going to grow up with a complex. My ex, he's biracial and he grew up with the complex. His mother, oh God, his mother did a number on him. (laughs) His mother did an absolute number on him. And it wasn't anything that I, I, I was, I wasn't even aware of how bad it was until after we had already started popping out babies. If I had known that from Jump Street, I would have dipped the fuck out long ago. I don't want my kids being, being raised by people that don't even know how to love themselves. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to be able to love anybody else? If you can't love yourself, how is it that you're going to be able to love your brown children? I'll wait. (laughs) I'll wait. (laughs) Yo, guys, listen. So I am a huge advocate of black teachers being in the school system. I I would love for my children to go to a pan-African school and and learn um the Yoruba language and and their cultural faiths and beliefs and 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 the things that that have gone on throughout all of Africa I would love that but here's the thing Dr. Umar Johnson is not doing that the way he kept getting angry so angry and so upset anytime Lord Jamar was like, well, yo, why don't we do this? I don't need your motherfucking help, nigga. Nah, he wasn't saying all of that. But he was like, I don't need your help, brother. I don't need your help. I don't need anybody's help. Well, honey, obviously you do. Because it's been six years. According to him, if we're going based off of what he says, honey, by your own admission, it has been six years. Where the school at? Hmm? Where the school at, sir? (laughs) Listen, I don't know what the answer uh, could possibly be. You know, I don't don't know exactly what is going on with Dr. Umar Johnson, but it's sketchy at best. It is incredibly sketchy at best. And if you are one of Dr. Umar Johnson's donors, you might need to step back and take a long, hard look at what it is you're donating to. His donors get, (laughs) the only thing that his donors get is what he says is transparency and a WhatsApp account. They, They all do their, their, communications through whatsapp whatsapp are you cereal right now like rice krispies and tricks are you for real houseway that's it that's all you give people they sitting up here giving you their hard-earned money and you gonna give them a whatsapp account talking about we're gonna get to school up and run as soon as possible talking about how he got his HVAC person on standby right now and already got you know all the people that that he needs to have to get this school up and running I'm sorry these two schools up and running apparently 
it is two schools. It's the uh, Marcus Garvey Frederick Douglass Academy, and the, and this one's for for boys, and it's two buildings. And then the other school is also two buildings, and that's for the girls, the females. And 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 I believe it's named after Marcus Garvey and Frederick Douglass's wives. <laughs> Let me be very, very clear. Frederick Douglass's first wife, okay? Because in case you guys didn't know, Frederick Douglass got remarried after his wife, his first wife passed away. He did have all of his kids by his first wife, but uh, he married a white woman. I don't know if y'all knew that or not, but Frederick, Frederick Douglass, absolutely. Now, the Frederick Douglass, uh, his name being on this school is because Johnson claims to be a descendant of Frederick Douglass's, okay? And when asked about his white wife, Dr. Umar Johnson was like, yeah, that was a mistake. That was a mistake that he made. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right then, sir. Okay, whatever, you know. I mean, it's not like he was kin to the white woman or anything like that, but uh, I don't know. I mean, like, who are you to say that what Frederick Douglass did was wrong? That's Frederick fucking Douglass, man. Come on, man. If he want to marry a white woman, let him marry a white woman. Shit. Fuck wrong with you? He made a mistake. Okay. Well, sir, I think you made a mistake by <laughs> telling people that you was going to open up this motherfucking school because I don't see the school. No one sees the school. There isn't even uh, a time frame as to when this school or when these schools are going to be open. There's not even a time frame. And he's still like, I, I can't even tell you. I I. Tr- I, I th- think it was three times that in the middle of the conversation like they're they were they barely even touched on donations in the middle of the conversation Dr. Umar Johnson uh, 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 advertised these donation platforms for this school in the middle of Lord Jamar sitting up here saying, but nigga, <clears throat> you are not being transparent with these people in the middle of saying that Dr. Umar Johnson's like, well, you can donate here and you can donate there and you can donate every motherfucking where he said, my, my phone number is publicly listed. Who does that? Number one, who does that? Number two, listen, guys, I have so many questions. Number two, I highly doubt that that's your personal phone number, okay? I highly doubt that that is your personal phone number, okay? I am not famous, not by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, a couple people know me. I got a, I got a little clout here and there, but I'm not famous, don't nobody know who the fuck Marissa J is, okay? But would I ever put my phone number public? Make my phone number public? No. Hell no. I'll tell you this much. I'll go so far as to say this. I was dating a guy. And for the first three weeks of the relationship, not the courtship, the relationship, this nigga did not have my phone number. <laughs> I don't be giving him my phone number all willy-nilly like that. The fuck? 
that's not his phone number guys that is not that can't that i i i there's nothing that you can do or say to convince me that this is this man's real life phone number if i call this motherfucking phone number okay and he answered the phone i would be shocked i would be incredibly shocked if this man answered the motherfucking phone like that Oh my God. It was such a headache to sit up here and watch or watch and listen to it. Sitting up here listening to two grown ass brothers sitting up here yelling at each other. And I'm 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 putting a little bit of the blame on Lord Jamar because you can have a conversation with someone without yelling and talking over them, which is what Umar, Dr. Umar was doing. He was absolutely yelling and talking over him and screaming and shouting and just incredibly angry. And to a degree, I can understand that because if somebody was telling um, uh, somebody, okay, so somebody who has never created a podcast before, tries to tell me how I should run my show, I will probably be a little bit irritated as well. But at the same time, if I'm not doing what I need to be doing for this podcast on this show, and somebody has some suggestions, I'm going to at least sit down and listen to them. And especially if somebody's been podcasting a hell of a lot longer than me, like Lord Jamar's uh, uh, father-in-law. This nigga been doing this shit since 2000. It's been 20 years that this man has, has, uh, Lord Jamar's father-in-law has, has been running his school or, or, uh, working on running this school. But 20 years in the making, this man got a whole ass school started and it's popping. Nigga, it's been six years for you. Dr. Umar Johnson, it has been six years, sir. Where's school at? Where, why isn't there a single child in this motherfucking school? Why? Why isn't all the HVAC work and all of that stuff that you say, you know, because the, the, the way that he was explaining, explaining was like this. You, he bought the building and I don't know what the, 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 what the weight was for I mean like why would you build a buy a building if you're not ready to move in why would you buy a home if you're not ready to move into that home and especially if it's so state of the art like you said it is so I don't know what the problem was but he's talking about there's upkeep and and all of this that and the third he doesn't want to take any loans from any banks he didn't want to take any white money and that's fine I okay fine for your pan-african school you don't want to take anybody just anybody money like that that's okay. Okay, I get that. I understand that. I don't necessarily condone it, but I understand it. But these schools sat empty for a very long time, long enough, long enough for Dr. Umar Johnson to complain about how he has to uh, had to maintain the upkeep on it, like mowing the grass and, and security and all of that stuff, because apparently at some point in time, somebody came and vandalized the place and stole a bunch of metal and stripped the stripped the stuff down. Well, sir, if you weren't planning on putting bodies into that school, then you should have spent somebody's money on some goddamn security for the school. So shit like that wouldn't happen. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand any 
of it. I don't get it. I am so lost and I am so incredibly confused. Yes, that there are some black schools out there. Lord Jamar's uh, uh, father-in-law. It's not a pan-African school, but there are a ton of black kids there. He lets the kids pray to whatever God that they pray to. He lets whoever come in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, from what I understand, I haven't looked it up. Okay, you're more than welcome to go and Google search it. I have not looked it up, but from what I understand, it's a melting pot of kids, but predominantly black. And and, you know, this guy, he he got the school up and running by uh, receiving old textbooks from other public schools and old desks and chairs and things like that. You know, school stuff, school supply stuff. You know what I'm saying? He took the time to do this. So I I, I don't know, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm 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 really irritated right now. I'm very upset because I had high hopes for this man. And I've had several conversations with people that have been like, oh, Dr. Umar, he's a scan artist. And, you know, all of this, that and the third, he's, you know, blase, blase, would be woo and all of that. I, 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 I. I I was defending him. I I would try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, like, man, man, y'all ain't never built no school like this before, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all ain't never done no shit like it. You don't know how long it take. Yeah, well, I am no longer on the Dr. Umar Johnson coattail train, okay? I'm not, I'm not riding this nigga coattail no more. No more. You sitting up here telling people that unless you're a donor, you don't have the right to know the answers to any of these questions. Verbatim, what he said was, um, you know, you're not a donor. Uh, you're not going to get the, the answers to these questions. Huh? Sir. Sir, that's not good. That's not good at all. Like... I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking get it. I'm 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 just really irritated right now by the entire situation. It just <sighs> watch who you get your money to, I guess. Ooh, it's going on 30 minutes on this show. <laughs> I guess it is a regular episode. But anyway, I, I honestly I did not mean to go off like this for 30 whole minutes. Um but I did. <laughs> But I did. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, watch who you give your money to. Do your research on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and definitely check out that episode. I believe the full full episode is on, um, on their their uh, the Godcast podcast uh, uh, YouTube channel. So uh, this one that I'm linking in the description, this is this is this is what you want to see. This the part that you want to get to. This the part that you want to see. The whole thing is about an hour long, and uh, but what I'm linking down below, that is 26 minutes, I believe. So definitely check that out if you have the time. Um, if you don't have the time, make the time because this is really important. When when we're spending our black dollars. 
um, for something good like this, we need to see some sort of results. And if somebody is not giving you those results, don't get taken for a ride. Don't get taken advantage of. Earlier today, I watched another video about uh, this this one African or this African American woman. She was from California. She moved to. Um, yet I can't remember remember where she moved to I know she she started out in Nairobi but um she moved to Africa okay but Africa is a continent it's not just a country guys it's plenty of countries there so I can't remember exactly which country she went to but um she bounced around from here and there and stuff but I, I was watching this video about why she moved back to America okay and there were certain that there were extenuating circumstances and and one of the main reasons why is because she went there with fifteen hundred dollars and that's it i'm sitting here like yo i can't even move down the street with fifteen hundred dollars how the fuck did you move to an entire continent with fifteen hundred dollars in your pocket you know what i'm saying but anyway (laughs) when when folks when black folks are moving to africa with fifteen hundred dollars in their pocket to get away from the systemic racism that is here that is when you know we have a problem when is that going to get fixed anyway so i'm watching this woman who 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 was explaining why she moved back to the united states okay and one of the issues that she ran into over in africa is that she said, you know, you've got to vet people. She said that she was so incredibly nice and trusting of everyone that she got taken for a ride. You know, just because somebody's black doesn't mean that you, you know, doesn't mean that you you can trust them completely. You know what I'm saying? I know we like to think that way. I know that in a perfect world, yeah, sure, you can trust everybody. But this isn't a perfect world. And there are scam artists everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And and she got scammed. She got scammed out of some businesses. She got scammed out of a lot of shit. She got robbed. Her whole house got robbed, guys. Because she was so trusting because of the places she was living in. Because everybody looked like her. Not all skin folk can folk, guys. Just remember that. All right, that's all my time for today. Fuck 2020.